Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Welcome to Business Desk Today, a daily podcast featuring some of our top stories. It's Thursday, October 26th, and I'm Riley Kennedy. In our lead story this morning, Ian Llewellyn reports getting the electricity system through next winter without blackouts will require urgent investment in batteries, demand control and gas-related assets. That's according to national grid operator Transpower. The electricity system operator's review of winter 2023 said the sector got through the last few months thanks to good management, good luck, ample gas supplies and a wet autumn. However, New Zealand claimed close to several blackouts as the gap between available generation and demand dropped below Transpower's comfort levels. Even after the weather became warmer and peak demand fell, the supply margin remained narrow. This was because generator breakdowns at Genesis and Contact's gas-fuelled plant exposed the system to just one other major generation unit falling over, or an outage of transmission capacity during peak demand. The system went into the winter preparing for generation shortfalls due to the rise in intermittent generation such as wind and the shrinking availability of flexible thermal generation and the continual rise in peak demand. Peak demand has grown approximately 1.5% to 2% a year since 2020 and 2023 had five daily peak demands in the top 10 on record. New Zealand's second highest peak demand on August 2 this year was met with about 300 megawatts of spare capacity due to higher levels of thermal unit commitment and fewer outages. In other news, Dan Dunkley reports, the screen production industry has called on the incoming government to hit overseas streaming platforms with a levy to support local films and TV shows. Irene Gardner, president of the Screen Production and Development Association, said an urgent solution was needed to help local producers who have struggled since the emergence of the streaming giants and during recent economic slowdowns. Gardner said the likes of Netflix and Disney Plus had put a squeeze on free-to-air TV audiences and advertising revenue for terrestrial channels, denting the amount spent on local productions in recent years. The industry body believes the national-led government should protect the screen industry by introducing a fixed levy on local revenue earned by overseas streamers. It has launched Love Local, a lobbying campaign calling for regulation of streamers. It wants to divert money back into the screen sector through funding agencies like the New Zealand Film Commission and New Zealand On Air. Multiple jurisdictions have moved to tax and regulate streaming platforms. European nations, including Germany and Denmark, have introduced levies of 1.8 to 6%, while others, such as Italy, require direct investment into local production. Streamers operating in the European Union also have to ensure that 30% of their categories feature European content. After the break, what's on Peter Griffin's weekly column? Welcome back. In Peter Griffin's weekly column, 
He writes that to tackle low productivity, we must fix our broken relationship with work. If you feel like the end of the working year can't come quickly enough, you aren't alone. Computer maker HP recently surveyed 15,000 knowledge workers across 12 countries and found that just 27% of respondents felt that they had a healthy relationship with their work. New Zealanders weren't among those surveyed, but Aussies stood in as a reasonable proxy, and the number of them was lower than the global average, a mere 22%. The upheaval of the global pandemic led to an inevitable fixation on where we work. Peter writes that he can't count how many stories he's written about the shift to remote working and what this has meant for businesses and workers all over the country and the world. More in Peter's full column online. Rebecca Howard reports the New Zealand dollar took a tumble against the Australian dollar after inflation surprised on the upside across the ditch and increased odds of a rate hike on Melbourne Cup Day. The Kiwi was trading at 91.62 Australian cents late Wednesday in Wellington versus 91.93 cents early in the trading day. It was trading above 94 Australian cents a week ago, but has come under pressure after New Zealand's inflation came in lower than expected last week. It took another leg after the news the Australian Consumer Price Index rose 1.2% in the third quarter, above the market's forecast of 1.1%. Annual inflation was 5.4%, above forecasts of 5.3%. BNZ senior market strategist Jason Wong is expecting a more sustained move downward in the Kiwi. And finally today, Zero says sales by small businesses have plunged into negative territory for the first time in two years, while Australia's have surged ahead. Small business sales revenue last month decreased by 1.5% compared with the same month last year. Zero said the last time this happened was when Australia's small businesses were in lockdown. Across the ditch in Australia, small business sales grew by 5.5% over the same period year on year. That's all for today. For more, head to businessdesk.co.nz.